0: I'm Anahit, award-winning U.S. and European certified floral designer, entrepreneur, and your host to Viva La Flora Live podcast. If you are a florist, floral farmer, floral business owner, or simply a floral enthusiast, you are in the right place, my friend. We help you by providing insights through industry professionals, their stories, and useful tips. We bring you the art and business of flowers. Welcome to the show. Hi, Hatomi. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah.
1: Exciting. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, it's always such a pleasure to talk
0: to you and here. Oh my god, same pleasure's all mine. I, I've been I've been a fangirl since the first time I've seen you do presentation at Potomac. That was my first time ever seeing you do any kind of design, you know. And before that I've seen you doing the those YouTube videos for accent decor before I even knew what accent decor was I found this videos and I was completely obsessed and so it goes many years back <laughs>
1: yeah but you know what
0: I'm also a fangirl
1: of you too Anahit because I remember meeting you at, at, at Potomac and then since then too because I think you you know your skill level in floristry is really pretty amazing you're you're a pretty amazing designer and you know every time I saw you since then it, like you just become better and better designer and I'm it's always the pleasure always is as a as a teacher and as you know like people that's just seeing what's going on in the floral world is seeing people that I met at, at the early part of the career and seeing them just get better and better that's just my favorite thing that
0: so you know in many ways I'm kind of your fangirl too. Oh my god! Thank you. That is like the highest compliment. I I so appreciate that. You have no idea. No, but in all in all reality, I will honestly say this: that I've taken many many classes by many you know amazing designers, right, and teachers and educators. I can honestly say there are a handful who are oozing education out of them and, and what I mean by that is you know you get in a classroom you know with them or in a workshop room or whatever or even you know on stage presentation and it's like okay so I'm here to give you x y and z and then you're like, but hang on I want to give you this other thing and I want to teach you this and I'm going to teach you this and I'm going to teach you this I'm like yes keep it coming and it's just so amazing I love that you're absolutely right I have that disease <laughs> I love that disease about
1: you please don't get cured <laughs> Keep that disease. I think people have more difficult time making me close, you know, whatever the presentation or whatever, like they're ready to take the hook and pull me off the stage because I have one more thing, one more thing. And I am learning to tone that down. And be done on time. That's, that's been my biggest challenge all my life is like, like meeting that, you know, that deadline or that time slot. That's hard. That's hard because there's just so much to share and it's, it's hard to stop actually. So. Yeah, no,
0: you, you kind of uh, got me pegged exactly to the problem that I have. <laughs> but it's not a problem. See, I I honestly, I, I, like I said, at any workshop that I have been, you know, when you were teaching, it's been like that. It's been this genuine, effortless, giving, you know, and honestly, I think there's something to, to be said about that, right? And I, and alongside that, I have been doing, you know, I've attended workshops where, granted, wonderful workshops, amazing presenters, and they've presented and have given, you know, whatever the agenda was, right? And when people ask more questions, eager to learn a little more, it was almost kind of like, well, today, this is what we're going to learn. That's, that's a whole another class. That's a whole another this, that's a whole another that. And I'm not saying that that shouldn't be like that, of course, you got to still protect your intellectual property and all of those things. I totally understand. and recognize that. And that's never been the case with you. And I know every time any student that has ever asked any question, you've genuinely just gave the answer. Just like, okay, well, let me show you this and you can do this or you can do that or whatever the case might be. So needless to say, again, thank you for the compliment. I really mean that. That is that is you know, the highest compliment I can get. Well, that's, that's, that's awfully nice of you really, because, um, you know, like
1: apart from being a designer where you want to design on stage to show things, but more than that, what is important to me the most is the teaching. Teaching is the most important thing and to see people grow and, and find their, find their themselves because so many are, you know, wanting to be like somebody rather than trying to find that within themselves. And when I see that light bulb light up and that they realize that they're not as bad as they thought they were, and that really, truly they're getting so much better when they start to own that, like, that's, that's what I live for. Like, that's, that's what matters to me, you know, and, you know, we talked a little bit before we came on, but, you know, people that we work with, people that we we do program with, people that we align with, you know, one of the things that like, you know, because we were talking about some of the things that's coming up, but I mean, I have been very much, you know, since COVID, you know, I've teamed up with Gregor uh, and I have done several things, virtual things. And, and, you know, we'll talk about this a little bit more about what we're doing, but there's another guy who has the same mindset who doesn't stop. Another one of my favorites. <laughs> another another one of my favorites. Yeah, right? Because he doesn't stop. And there's a man who will teach until you get it. Like if you ask a question and he'll explain, if he, if you don't get it, he will keep talking and talking and talking until you get it. And so that's why we become such a good partner, because we have this need for that. The work is not complete until that, that, that student got it. And that's really exciting to have, you know, to work with people that has the same intention.
0: Yep, I honestly, he is one of my. I mean, like I said, there's there handful of teachers that I've you know taken classes and workshops with and such and interacted. And Gregory is definitely one of them. I I had I had absolute pleasure and privilege. I I will say. To not only take the class with him, but also sit there together at a table and break bread and just talk. He is such a wonderful Isn't conversationalist. That a fun? Oh Isn't my gosh. And he's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> with the German dry sense of humor. Oh my gosh. I just love is- it.
1: Oh. And then, and then he goes into all the different languages. Oh my gosh. It, it just get, keeps you in stitches. And I think those are two most important things in life for people like us who, who love to learn is you want to learn and you want to laugh and enjoy your company. Like laughing, enjoyment, and, and enjoying the process of uh, of learning is the best because you remember those fun times. You remember those conversations that related to certain lessons. And, you know, he does that so well. I mean, gosh, oh he my God. so many stories. Well, there's that, there's also so something fun.
0: magical about him when you're in a room with him. And that's how I've noticed that. Whenever he teaches, it doesn't matter regardless the skill level of the students or even the types of questions. It could have even been the question that he just talked about, you know, I mean, I teach you know, dental assistants and all of this too, like I teach every day, right? So, you know, as a teacher, you get frustrated sometimes, you know, okay, like we've just covered this like five times, but there's no frustration in him, not only, but also he makes everyone feel special. There's this, this gift, you know, and it's, it's just wonderful.
1: I I remember something. I mean, I don't know. You know, if we can get ex- expand into these little stories. Oh, go for it. Stories, I, I'm I'm all for a good okay? stories. Is that okay for me Are to you? Are you kidding? Is story? that okay? Yes, it's it's yeah. mandatory. Let's go. <laughs> it's awesome. You know what? Like you know, I have done a bunch mm-hmm. of AFD programs, right? Symposium programs, and there's one one year mm-hmm. it was in Seattle, and it was a year that we had a very special day when uh, the Design Influence Award winners were that that day's r- roster. So you know, we had Phil Roloda, we had Els Hasenberg, we had Gregor Lursch, myself, uh, and John Haynes, we are all winner of the Design Influence Award. And on one day that you got to see programs by all these people. Like that's like real gold mine over there. So anyway, I mean Gregor and I were kind of working two spaces side by side. And so we had some visiting and conversation, etc. And it's always fun to watch how other people work and you know just conversational. But anyway, so he had a whole group of people. He always has a flock of people that come and assist him, right? And I had mine. So when he did his program, he is always so thankful to anybody who helps him. He will never forget and is feeling indebted to the assistants. Like he is very gracious about that. But that day he forgot to thank everyone at the end because the time, you know, time was up and he forgot. Oh my God. He spent all day bumming up out about the fact that he forgot to do that. And he made the group, the, the symposium, uh, you know, chairman, he asked them and pleaded with them to please, if he can come on at the very end so I, he can bring up those designers to thank them. And that's what he did. And I'm like, oh, my God, like he wouldn't let it go. It just he made it. He made him feel so bad that he, he had to do that. And that's the man that he is. It's just like he is so thoughtful. About people that that works with them and helps them out, and that's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing.
0: It is also not as common, you know. No, not as common, especially that. That's exactly it. It is. It isn't as common as it seems, or as it perhaps should be. Yes, there's there's a certain level of integrity for for sure. Yes, I I hundred percent agree.
1: No, there's good people in this world, for sure.
0: It is worth living, that's for sure. (laughs) Right? Yeah, that's for sure. um, I mean, since we're talking about Gregor, I I can't help but to... Dive into this because we, we chatted just a little bit briefly about the Frisia Challenge that guys sort of created. But before even that, you've done a few other virtual workshops and some other challenges. But Frisia Challenge, why is this one so special? And, you know, just, just talk a little bit about that.
1: Well, yeah, it's really special. Yeah, it's really special because we, you know, it's, it's after because he was part of the Trend Summit. That I did every two years, and he was in the last past two. So in 2018 and 2020, he was my guest because. What what I did was I always brought him in to give us a little heads up on what's going on in Europe and the rest of the world, because we talk about trends, what's happening in America, but what about the rest of the world? And we always wanted to bring him in to give us a little story on what's, you know, because he travels everywhere and he knows what's going on everywhere. So he was the perfect guy for it. So when in 2020, when we met in March, that was at the cusp of when COVID hit. In fact, when we were all there, there were all of us, you know, Gregor, we had Holly, Chapel, we had Sue Cleary We had Francoise Weeks. You know, here we were assembled and we had people f- coming from Australia, you know, different people that traveled to be there because they were able to. But then, you know, then we it became like during that week, oh, like it's looking like it's not a good idea for us to meet anymore. But we finished it out because we were just at the cusp of where we had to make these decisions. So that's kind of where it ended. But, you know... We, at that particular trend summit, we actually made kind of a a statement about the state of floristry today, and should we be thinking more sustainably as an industry? And what is sustainability in floristry? So we kind of made a statement, and you know, it's not a definitive statement, but we felt like it was time that we make some kind of a statement about where we stand, And so, you know, we just basically made a statement about how we should be thinking, you know, how can we be better with a carbon footprint? How can we be better with the supplies that we use? You know, packaging was a big deal, right? There's so much plastic and wraps. And I mean, there's so much of it that goes, you know, single use material, things like zip ties, you know, like maybe we need to be rethinking what can we do to substitute for that. So we had that conversation, made a statement that we published. So then COVID happens and we couldn't work anymore. None of us could work anymore. We had no jobs. I mean, I had no jobs like here I was like the it was going to be the best year ever because I started the year with being the judge at the at the Rose Bowl parade I mean what a way to start the year right I got to do that followed by a wonderful program in Mississippi and and then I went on to you know to Atlanta And then I, and then I went, came to the trend summit and this thing was going on. And then it got shut down. That was a year I had so many things lined up. It was going to be the best year ever income wise and and work wise. And then it gets shut down. And like, likewise with Gregor, he was like, he's, he's used to traveling like 200 days a year and and be teaching. And he's like, what am I going to do? So then that's how we kind of got together to do our virtual, to kind of give us something that we can do. (laughs) That's kind of how it started, right? So we did the Wood Talks. So it was because we call it elements of inspiration. So what element that inspired. So it started with Wood Talks. And that was in the fall. So it was a perfect time for wood talk because wood is really the result of hardening stem. And so it's the you know, this is a material and it's a perfect one in the fall with fall colors and everything. So that was successful. So then we decided we'll do another one in the spring and we called it green talk because now it's about herbaceous material because it's spring and you have soft stems like tulips and daffodils and all of that. So herbaceousness and about greenness. So we did that. And in the process of the green talks, it we kind of looked into, you know, different kind of ways of designing, designing in foam, designing in, in water, different mechanics that goes with each. And then because we are talking about, you know, the herbaceousness, the woodiness and all of that, we're thinking about the natural organic kind of material that flowers are and the, do flowers really need to be in, accompanied with something that is a contaminant because if flowers are things that are compostable with, you know, when you don't have to separate it, then why would we add a contaminant that would pollute the landfill? You know, so that we got a little bit into that discussion because students start to ask these questions, right? Yeah. So then that led to organics, our organics Um sustainable. Um, it, it was about, it was in, in Spanish, the sustainable forestry part, but organics. So then we really went down the rabbit hole to really dig into supplies that are, you know, okay, so we're using wax strings. Paraffin's oh, paraffin's not good, but beeswax <laughs> is good. So we started to identify if you have to use wax string, what kind of wax string would it be? So it became about that. And so we really, and that was really exciting. Because not only did we learn, because it's new material, it's not stuff that we've been teaching, so it's new to us, so we had to do research. But meanwhile, it also asked the students to do research to come up with things that they're finding. And uh, what some of what they did in their projects were really pretty riveting. You know, it's like, I found this material, and this is 100% organic. It's like... Oh my God, I never thought about using that. So the student brought on new content excitement. So that's why we come to what we're doing right now, which is the Freesia Challenge. And the Freesia, Freesia. the word Freesia is an acronym for Florists Recognizing Environmental and Eco-Sustainable Ideas and application.
0: Okay. That's what freesia stands for. I may not be able to repeat right away, but I got it. (laughs) So.
1: Right. And the key is this. You know, it's not because not everybody's on board. Not everybody's wanting to shift. But we just want them to understand or recognize. So that's the reason freesia is important. F-R-R, recognizing. It's like, because I think it's a real turnoff when people say you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't use that material. I mean, people don't like that, right? But it's like what we're asking is, can you recognize what the ingredients made out of so you can make your own decision if it's good or bad? So that's kind of what we're, it's the approach that we're taking. And even the ending, it's not about, we're not saying solutions. We're saying we want to look at ideas and application. So that it's not pushing like, don't do this, don't do that. Let's just discuss this. Let's just share ideas and applications.
0: So that's how we're I doing I am so happy to hear that. Eight, it sounds fantastic and exciting. And I think the last thing that you just said, you know, that we're just, you're basically bringing awareness, right? You're bringing awareness about this other alternative ways and methods and things like that and not necessarily kind of pushing it on people, right? So I cannot tell you how many times I've been in circles where conversations are happening around sustainability. And it almost, um, it's almost down in the way that if you used, you know, single use plastic of a sort and you're just a devil. You should just exit the room, kinda, you know. And yeah, it, exactly. it right. It it, it sounds like that sometimes. And in all reality, in all fairness, there are certain situations where you don't have a choice or an option, you know. There are situations like that. And I think understanding and maybe practicing a little bit of grace when it comes to this topics, especially as sensitive as it is right now. I feel like there's so much more politics around this than there is in Washington right now <laughs> in floristry. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's yes. pretty controversial um,
1: and, it, and it, can be, it can be when it's played in a certain way. And we really want it to be an awareness program and we want to encourage people to to look into it instead of, you don't need to be indoctrinated. That's not what we're about. We just want to say, what about this? What about this? But furthermore, the most important thing is Gregor and I are leading that discussion, sharing ideas that we came up with. And then the challenge is the Phrygia challenge challenges by category, because we have four categories. Let's look at hand tied bouquets. So how can you make a hand-tie bouquet that is say, basically 100% compostable, because it is something that is most, almost all of it is organic material. So it's what we add to it in supplies that then blocks it from being 100%. So, you know, and and what we want to do is open up the discussion. So anybody, that's anybody, it doesn't matter if you're a seasonal florist or if you're a DIY and just started to get interested in flowers. It's kind of like anybody out there, do you have any idea of something that we can use in place of this or play, instead of zip ties, what can you use? like, So that anybody can contribute to the discussion of towards a solution right. or alternative, oh, right? That's what we want. We don't want it to be like, you know, this narrow group of people who is doing it exactly right. But what does that do? It's only this many people. Isn't it better to get the discussion going so that there's all these people talking about it and everybody's taking their little steps. It doesn't have to be all overnight change. It's not.
0: Yes. Every little bit. Thank you. That is that, that right there is I think kind of probably one of the most important things when it comes to this topics, small changes, right? Just, just a step at a time. It's not going to be overnight. It may never be completely. I get it, just every little bit counts, I think, you know, and yes, I 100% agree with all of that. And that's, this is so exciting. So, so let's, let's talk a little bit more granular about the challenge itself. So for someone who's first listening, they're like, okay, I'm in, what on earth are we talking okay, about? So, I
1: mean, we have a web- web- website that says freeze your challenge, but it's also connected to an Instagram account that's called We Are Frisia. And it also culminates and we'll be rolling it out. Uh, in, in early part of June, because there's a conference that's going to happen that's going to discuss this whole topic from a various different angles that's going to be in September that is called Frisia Summit. So what we've done is turned the trend summit that used to be product oriented tr- through sponsored, you know, different sponsors and their product review, because that's what it used to be. But then when we did that, that sustainability statement, and everybody seemed like you know, I think now's the time that we need to start talking sustainability. What is that? We've decided over the two two years that we've been in a COVID, we've been thinking it's been, it's given us time to think about it a little bit more, right? Like we're looking at labels more about what are we eating? What are we, what are we using? So it seems like now everybody's thinking about it a little bit. So maybe we need to go from trend summit that was about product review to how can we become more sustainable, so we've changed that, that the whole frame of the trend summit to freesia summit, which is about sustainable floristry and different ideas that we're field, fielding from everybody. Like we're open to like, do you have an idea? Do you have an idea you want to present? Like it's, it's, it's like this. So that's what it kind of ends up with in September. But the freesia challenge opened back in March. So the first category was the 100% organic hentai bouquet. So that's all over and we have a winner who is Felicia Kang from Singapore and she wins like a winner wins $1500 speaking fee to speak at the at the summit about the way she worked her sustainable, you know, kind of methods. And so and and really the the summit itself, uh, you know, we have like can I announce the lineup? Right now? Can I just, even though that we haven't actually done it I was actually
0: going to ask The lineup
1: has Susan McCleary. We have, of course, Greg Alersh and myself. We have Shane Conley from UK. We have uh, Max Vendis-Lewis, Pear Benjamin, Leopoldo Gomez, and of course Felicia, who just won. And the three next winners of the three next challenges. The current challenge that's working going on right now is the Live Plant Design Challenge. So it's a A challenge in which you're going to design with live plant that has different, like sustainable, you know, like how can you water it so that it lasts as a design for as a a gift that will be a lasting design, a more sustainable design. So that's that's the current challenge that the deadline is June 1st for that submittal. And we'll pick a winner who will then represent. And then we have the sympathy design challenge. Because that's a real big area, right? It's a big area where people don't know what the mechanics is that is sustainable mechanic that could be used that then can, you know, maybe it's something that you can compost immediately. Or is it about using something like things like chicken wire is not compostable, but it's reusable. So is it a mechanic that then you separate the flowers easily from the, you know, the mechanic, and then now then you can reuse again because reuse is one of the three R's, right? You know, there there is the reuse, recycle, and what's the other one? But, you know, it's the three R's. So because floristry has the two sides, there is the compostable side, the, the plant material, botanicals, because they're organic material, but the other is the other supplies. So the other supplies, it's either... You, you you know you don't want to use one single use plastic because it's it's garbage right away it goes to the landfill but if it's reusable over and over and over again then there's no carbon footprint to get more of it and 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 create more more problem to the landfill if you can reuse it and let's face it we use containers like that is not compostable in most part you know there's a lot of things that we use in our trade that you can't ever make it so it's 100% organic compostable.
0: So right well then that's the thing yeah this this profession will never be 100%. No, it can't it can't be like
1: but it can be serve the other where reusable becomes the issue or repurposing or recycling or you know whatever. So that, that explores that with sympathy because it, it's not saying that everything has to be compostable. It's kind of like, let's create a system that allows us to, on one hand, be able to take, separate out the organics and that's compostable, but then this is reusable. But nothing is going to the landfill. That's the key. Nothing is going to the landfill. And then the last category is event design because there again, it's about system that allows you to throw away the organics, or to give away, you know, repurpose and give away the bouquets after the event so that there's another cycle that you get out of it. And then a system where everything else is recovered and to reuse so that there's nothing being thrown away to the landfill. So that's kind of how we're defining the different categories. So we have, you know, after this, this closes on June one as a deadline for the plant, we go then onto the sympathy design category. So there'll be four categories, four winners, but we do announce the top 10 and and show them off because there's, there's so many good ideas. And then the top three, and I mean, those are the top, I mean, it's almost hard to decide who is the winner, but you know, because we, we are more about wanting to showcase these people that are submitting, it, you know, what we, Gregor and I do is just to give an example to kickstart people thinking about it. But we're counting on people to submit things that are awesome. That's what we're looking for more than anything else. And uh that's that's the exciting part of all this. It it just relates exactly to what we said at the very beginning. My joy is seeing you succeed. Because I I'm I've I'm I'm already here it to a certain capacity. I don't need it anymore. I want you to succeed. So this is about finding people who want to do this and finding that person who has a brilliant idea because we want them to be seen. So that's what it's about.
0: Very well said. Thank you. And thank you for breaking it all down too, you know, in detail, because I'm pretty sure some of the listeners right now, they're like, wait, what is, what exactly this is? And I'm hoping that this encourages some people to actually get out there and put their submissions, right? Honestly, you have nothing to lose, right? So just... Yeah, exactly. It's free. It's free to participate. And, and
1: you, you know, and this is the other thing I must say, it's, it's not sponsored by anybody. It's self-supporting because we're counting on the registrations from the summit that is going to pay all the fees for the speakers. We're confident we can do this. I know we can do it because I know how the virtual thing works and I know we can do it. And so we're not owing to any company, anybody, any manufacturer to promote anything if we find a manufacturer that's doing a good thing, we'll not be afraid to say it, but they're not paying us to say it. Because that's the whole thing about any kind of sponsorship is that's the, that's the whole, right? It's kind of like, oh, you're being paid by that. That's why you're saying it. That's, that is not going to be the case in anything that we do, because otherwise we can't have an open discussion about That
0: has this. to be refreshing for the floral industry, honestly. Just as a whole, that concept right there. Honestly, I, I just yeah, I, I just the sound of it sounds. I mean, it just sounds so fantastic because it takes the the political pressure off. So now it now it's more honest and raw conversation as opposed to curated or danced around. Is not the right uh, way to say it, but. It's just yeah, I feel like there's quite a bit of politics around all kinds of th- all of this, and i I like I like to hear that that this again, it's refreshing, just just hearing about it is refreshing that 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 pressures off so people can actually come and honestly share, yeah, I'm excited I think so.
1: and, and you know what 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 is great about it, and we hope this happens like this is this is the extra perk, we're hoping we're hoping that the manufacturer will listen to what. I, 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 and not only listen, but to see what's being presented by some of these people that's entering, and they'll say, "I need to manufacture that because that's a good idea."
0: I mean, it totally that make does. Sense? I mean, it, it totally does. I think, I think we, I, I think this profession, and and it's not just floristry, though. I mean, it's just look. I, I mean, walk into your next grocery store. Come on, <laughs> look on the shelves. That alone is plenty, right? So I think just human beings, us as a whole, especially more advanced. The economy is. We've been kind of chasing sort of the, the the dollar, right? So chasing the money a little bit and trying to make things a little bit more faster, efficient, and cost effective and then then and also something that lasts a really long time, ships well and you know, the whole host of other things. You know, the I think the modern economy is is wonderful. It gives us many, many really good things at the same time i think we might have swung the pendulum a little bit too far the other direction so (laughs) just (laughs) a little little bit a little
1: bit but you know what it the whole the whole thing is based on open sourcing not proprietary information that's secrets that's being kept it's kind of like if i submit and if you submit those are open to be played with some more, you know, so that it's not like, that's my idea. You can't steal it. I'm going to get the patent on this and this is mine. No, it's not like you put it out there and somebody else looks at it and say, that's a great idea, but I can do it this way. What do you think about this? So that there's two new ideas. Like, I think if we think in those terms, like there's just like, there's a wonderful spiral that builds up, that it will not go down because it's just this energy that builds of exciting ideas. And that's what we want it to be. And so the the Future Summit is not about that, you know, this is what I do and this is what you should do. It's like even our speakers are going to talk really about how, how do I practice sustainable forestry? And I think this is going to be refreshing but because not every one of them say that I don't do this. I don't do this. I don't do this. I only do this. That would not be a real true example of what a sustainable practice is. I'm, you know, I would say that if I were to say it, I'm working on this. I'm working on, you know, I've decided one thing I have de- decided I'm never going to use zip ties because I just think there has to be other alternative. And I have a few, few others that I've kind of come up with but like bongo ties, like it's, it's from something else, but it really works, you know? So it, it, it's kind of like just building on ideas and just throwing ideas out there. And then somebody else say, but I have an idea too. You know, that's how good stuff happens. And a good product could come from that. And I think that makes the, the most sense to me. Open sourcing, just keep it open so people can just keep, make it better and don't and better. guilt trip
0: each other. It's not helping <laughs>
1: Not healthy.
0: There's no need. No. Shaming is the worst thing. I agree.
1: You know, because sometimes a shaming, you know what, where shaming happens? Like I can't, I I can't stand it because shaming happens when somebody has a radic, pretty, you know, pretty solid, like this is the only way. And this other person is actually trying to be on the right side, but they see it that it's not right side that's it and that's it yes and that's where the shaming comes from it's like usually they're on the same side but it's not good enough for this one and that's where it's wrong because like if you have people on that side already of that that river why do you have to make them feel bad that they're not good enough you know that just doesn't make I, sense. I agree. To me. I'm,
0: I'm so excited about all of this. I mean, this is this sounds fantastic. When is the date? Um, Patome, uh, for the summit.
1: It is September twenty fourth, twenty 26th. It's a uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and we'll schedule it like it's not. It's not going to be like full days. Like these are going to be like forty five minute presentations. Just just good, concise presentation with each one of them talking about how I practice sustainable floristry to what degree, you know, it's not like I I'm not expecting, you know, maybe 70%, 80%. I mean, everybody has their different way. And that's where it starts. It starts there. It starts.
0: There. I'm so excited. <laughs> so we'll share the link you guys in the show notes. So you can just click and go make sure, you know, seriously, if you're thinking about participating. I mean, this is the time, right? I mean, and what a privilege it would be to get out there and then share your ideas, right, to the world. So, and this is virtual. So I'm expecting that the world's attending, not just, you know, a handful of few who are physically going to be able to.
1: And it's going to be, it's going to be very affordable because that's that's the other thing. We want More eyes on it. We want people to be able to afford it. And so it's not going to cost very much. I mean, it all being announced, but it's not a costly affair and, uh, you know, it'll be all taped so you can watch it and all of that. So I think it's going to be fun because I think it's a nice open discussion on the topic. There'll be Q and A's
0: with the audience and everything.
1: So it'll be fun.
0: I cannot wait, but you know what else I cannot wait like, really? I know. See you in person in like almost a month ah! and a half. Oh my God. I like want to <laughs> scream. I'm like, wait, I'm going to spare I your know. ears. I'm not going to scream. But, oh, you know, I was talking to Gina like just few weeks ago and I'm like, girl, like I am just so excited. I'm excited about the symposium. It's been too long. But you know what I'm excited more about? I know. Actually really seeing people and like hugging real people in real time. <laughs> I can't
1: wait. I know. I know. It's been. It's been so long. And you know. You know what that symposium is for us every year. It's yes, like it a is. Love fest, it right? is, and it like it's such like two years It's the ultimate no reunion.
0: <laughs> it is the ultimate reunion when you meet once a yeah. year because they're like people that you only see once a year, yeah. and you kind of pick up where you left off, right? And that's the beauty of it too. I just love the energy about it. Besides, that is. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, seriously, is. the lineup, the education and all of these things. To me, it's the people that make it and all of the rest of it is just a gravy. But I just cannot wait. Yeah. And I know you are organizing it. Yeah, so, And the lineup is wonderful. So, yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, I have to say
1: that we're very lucky uh, in that. I feel so bad for the people who were the chairman and coordinators in the last two years that, you know, they worked so hard and it didn't happen and we're so lucky that it's actually happening. You know, I have to say that it still came with its set of major issues because you know when something is shut down for that long and then also the supply chain and everything is changing right now right and the shipping's more and i mean there's lots of p- problems but the fact that you know we worked really the last three years because i found out that that i i was asked asked to be in this post like three years ago in las vegas and so you know been working on it for three years and You know, we feel really lucky, all of us that's involved in this organization process that we actually get to do it because it's a lot of work. And, and so, you know, I got to sort of thank these people that didn't get to do it because they put in a lot of work to get to where it was and then it had to be canceled. And you have no idea how much work this is. And if anything that I have to say about this position, it's something that I never you know, sought out because I, you know, I'm not about this kind of thing. Like, um, I don't like to be put in a situation where, you know, I'm like the, the organizer of the whole thing, unless it's my little things. So it was a hard decision to do it, but, you know, Janet Black, who is, uh, our, our current president, you know, because it was her that asked, you know, for three years ahead because she was coming into it, the presidency and, you know, what she was asked for, was like, you know, content, like no other, like something really riveting, get some really cool people and let's make some changes to, you know, more technology, more savvy. So that young people look at it and say, Hey, that's kind of cool. Instead of like, Oh, that's kind of old school. She really wanted that. And I guess it really makes sense that since through COVID that this one has to be different than it was before. Because it can't be the same after having gone through well, none what of us we've been are the same <laughs> the good thing is there's no change in that we get to hug people and that it will be a love fest, but there's content that is new that's really really exciting and lucky for us too, and again, thanks to the people that didn't get to do it, we got to adopt a few extra people that didn't make the last one, but we got to snap them up and we got like the collection
0: of actually the presenters in this one is i mean it un- is an un- all star good. lineup it really is actually i'm i'm like all right you know usually there's like this one person that is like the big name there's like so many of them i'm like i don't think there's a, a big name uh, you know i know it's, it's kind of like pick
1: can you pick and choose no like you have to come to all of it and that's what's really great because i mean how long have we waited for bart Hassan? <laughs> i mean he won the you know the World Cup in I watched 2019 him compete. I watched him compete in
0: Philadelphia
1: live. Yeah, and it yeah, was it's so,
0: oh, right? so exciting right? to watch like My
1: how long gosh. have you waited yes. for this this one yes. in the workshop, you know, and then Max and Haneke, like you know, Max Vans Lewis, like I love that they made this proposal to wanna do this one. Haneke uh Frankima and Max Vandas Lewis because Max is The older of the two, but the experience, he's been in a World Cup, he's helped World Cup designers, he's coached. Like, he's just done a lot, right? And through Life 3, you know, all that education. And then, you know, Henneke is the young Dutch champion that is destined to be one of the future. Well, I think she's doing the Europa Cup, and she's going to be the future World Cup contender. So you have the two generation, actually, of amazing Dutch talent. Like I love that combination because like I, I like I got to see that like that's what it becomes like. What are the choices? Like everyone, and Joe Massey, I mean, he's a young one that has done all the the flower show and you know being winners at a very young age, so multiple years of the Chelsea Flower Show, and he- and it's a.
0: Fascinating, fascinating story too. I, I interviewed him and I, first of all, oh, I cannot stop laughing because he is just absolute joy to, to talk to. And he's really funny, yeah, but yeah, his story yeah. of how he, you know, first walked into that space is just, yes, I love him. Yeah. It is, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's just, a, we have such a great lineup. We have
1: uh, Dr. Solomon Leung and the, uh, the, uh, Team China you know, so that there's a whole kind of Asian contingent. They're doing a program called reincarnation, you know, post COVID, how we've changed, how, what we're doing, that's different, all that kind of stuff. We have Keith White, who's doing the trends, you know, so here we have, we didn't have any trends for, for two years because of all this. So what are we looking at now that now that we're starting up, like we, we need to kickstart a lot of things and, I think this symposium is going to really create this wonderful energy to kickstart start, so what is the future, which is really, really cool. Yeah, so it's not drawing so much on the past as it is drawing more on what are we going to do in the future? What are the changes that's going to happen? And, of course, there's a sustainability element to it because a student – Like a SAIFD group is doing a sustainability fair. They're just doing an exhibit and they're the perfect people to do it because these are the young people. So they're going to be doing something that's meaningful to their future as they, Get married and have a family and they'll be teaching or being a florist and what is important to them. So we gotta to get to see a little bit of future of what they see, wanna see in the industry. We have Dig Deep, which is a panel discussion with eight different people coming from eight different areas of industry. So we have like Eric Tanoe, the grower. We have um Sarah Bagel, who's accent decor, you know, we have uh Laura from a Smithers Oasis, you know, from that, that industry side, we have an event designer uh, who is uh, Mandy Madrick, who's doing the, the, you know, but she's representing the event. We have Tim Farrell, who is a retail florist with a brick and mortar, you know, so that we have this discussion and it's a panel discussion that will address what are we facing now in all these different areas to build towards the future that's, that's, that's like, that's going to be mind blowing and exciting. You know, it's just that we built in stuff that's really necessary for, for us to serve, not only survive, but thrive in this business in the future by listening to all these people to see where they think they want to head to, because that, well, those are some of the role model kind of ideas that we can kind of come away from a apart, apart from hugging all our
0: friends. So that's like, oh my gosh. It is going to be for sure a feast for an eye I can say this for a fact knowing who the designers are it's always a feast for an eye when you come into this event because there's just so much I don't know first of all I mean the product come on everybody who's anybody and everybody brings their the best to to the show right to showcase their product so there's always this like insanely uh, there's just flowers that just I don't know mind-blowing product then then you see these designers do this absolute magical things with that. And then you have new product showcases, books, and I don't know. I mean, there's all of these things happening. So honestly, I cannot possibly imagine a better symposium for someone to go to, especially if you've never been to one and you're thinking about going to one. I haven't forgotten my first symposium. That experience, I I have not. I have not forgotten that. I mean, it was just like this one of these experiences that you just walked in and your chin hits the ground and you just can't peel it off till you go home. And then you're thinking about it for months and months on end afterwards. So, but there's something different that's happening this time also. You guys are going to be doing a live stream of this as well for those who can't really attend. Like, how cool is that? And that's new. So I'm very excited about that. And then I just want, I just, wa- just want to mention
1: you're part of our be- great roots chat where, because I had like, she's going to be awesome. She and, and Gina Thresher, uh, they're going to be live from the floor of, you know, twice a day during the the main days and and once a day from the pre, you know, preview days. And then at the end to cover, it's kind of like from the floor of, so that, you know what? What's really great about it is before AIFD was a very insular group. It's a little bit like, you know, the the secret order of and you know, if you're a member you get to come and if you're a friend of a member you might be able to get to come, but, but who are these people anyway? You know? And now we're gonna just broadcast live and let everybody know what
0: we're up to. Which is so I honestly cool, right? think that is such a such an amazing change that's being made. I'm happy to see that, happy to see that from not only from the perspective of that, you know, sharing, right? Showcasing and all of these things, but also really showing the actual insights of it. Because like you said, it it was very, I mean, when I first joined, right, even heard about it, it felt like this untouchable, the secret Mason's club or something. (laughs) You know, you had to have a secret handshake to get in or something. It felt that way. And But then, the minute you go there, everybody's wonderful. Everybody's nice and inviting. And the atmosphere is very different, not like what it seems like on the outside of the walls. So I feel like this is breaking the walls down. And I am so happy to hear that. I think so. I think so. Because because honestly,
1: you know, I know there's nothing to hide there. There's nothing to hide. We should be proudly showing to the world. Again, I'm
0: excited about that. And
1: you know what? What the greatest outcome of that is is when you say you're AIFDP maybe people know what that is. (laughs) That's right. Hey, you guys I sweated a lot on that exam, I'm telling you. I did. Exactly. Uh, Like let it be known. Yeah. So you know what? I think that's that's that opening that up a little bit. Open your door and not being afraid to show who we are and what we do. And for the because you know what? It's unfortunate that you know, there's all these people around the world who's in floristry, but maybe they can't come because they're, they can't afford. So at least embracing them by having them co- and w- watch so that they feel like they're there and be part of it. Maybe they might then come because they know now what it is for the future. You know, just give them a taste of it so that it could be seen more.
0: I think it's it's a kind of marketing that I think we need it, and I think it's I, I be really good for truly us. think it is. It I, I'm again when I when I heard there's a live stream that's gonna happen, I was like, wait, what? This is amazing, it really, it's, it's about time and it's, you know, perfect time and actually really after COVID, kind of a little bit of a reuniting the industry, I think. I feel like this is one of the biggest floral events that happens in the world. I mean, there's people from all over the world coming to this event. It's not just United States. This is a big deal. Yeah, and I, I yeah, it's a big deal. It needs to be talked about. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah, I think so
1: too. And and just sort of to cap it off too, the there's the the floral oh, yeah. group, I call them. You know, Shawn Michael Foley, there's uh, Gina Thresher. Rebecca, yep. Um, yep. Ursula Gunther and Rebecca Raymond. You know, we they submitted actually a pro, actually a workshop. And we felt that workshop was not enough. And we had to talk them into actually doing a stage program too, because with a workshop, so 25 interested people sign up, but that's not a good, everybody needs to know about branding, about marketing and about social media and technology. That's one of the area that florists are kind of weak on. They don't think they need it, but they do. And so putting them on center stage so that the, the whole group could listen is a very important one. So I'm really excited about that because that's new. That, that is that's new. definitely yeah. new. And then we have the the teleflora education team. It's like all 15 of them, which is which never happens. I mean, it's not like they're doing fifteen separate designs, but they're teaming up to present, you know, different occasions that we celebrate. And what we do to make people's lives more beautiful with flowers and communicate through flowers. So they have a program called, called Pulse because, you know, we're kind of the pulse of really happiness that we bring the excitement via flowers and, and to celebrate. It, you know, we're, we're kind of vehicle of celebration, right? You know, whether it's, it's happy or sad, but every part of, of people's lives are celebrate it through flowers and so they're going to do that one which is going to be really cool because there's a bunch of i'm on that team and i'm proud to say that there's a bunch of really good people on that team and that to see what they do is going to be really awesome as well and then we have team hawaii which is going to be uh, on one of the big days and so we have brenna kwan we have uh sutaba uh yamaguchi and Lois Hirunaga, and they're going to kind of walk, walk people through the fact that Hawaii is an entity that starts from they breed a lot of the flowers that they grow to to the artist. So it's not just farm to the table; it's really breeder to the artist at the end end user. So that's kind of an exciting thing. We have also have Sue McLeary, who's going to do flowers forward. You know, she's like, she's going to do something cool. You just know it because she's just working on something. She's cooking something up. She's done such fabulous, wonderful books. And, you know, she's just such a fabulous influencer. So many people follow and so it's really good for somebody that has that much audience to be presented to us to, so that we know what that is. So that's a good one. I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm saying these are like awesome. And then we have Jenny and Stephen Brown from the City College of San Francisco, and they're going to do a program on sustainable floristry with their students and uh, and then Kate Penn does a little bit of a, a s- storytelling about people through COVID times and people that used it positively, like s- some of the success stories that has happened through that period of time. And then, of course, Bart. Ends with
0: Bart, the world champion. Like, how much better can it get? I You know, oh my I, gosh. <laughs> me too. I me too. I just, I just think it's going to be fantastic. And honestly, even like... Not just the main stage shows, even like the workshops, like the the breakaway workshops. Oh Jorge, right? I, who doesn't oh love Jorge? I just Jorge well, Jorge's like a warm hug, by the way. Oh my god. That that guy is I spent I spent oh, yeah. all of like yeah. I don't know however many days in Belgium alongside doing the EMC. I love Jorge. Hey? Just, and there's so many good ones that they're doing this workshops. I'm excited about Colin's workshop, about the whole, you know, the technology and everything. Yeah, that's like, really Like, I'm all fun. about that. Sign me up. I mean, yes. And there's so many others. It's just, I think Bruno's doing another one. Uh, Bruno's doing, like, I-, I like to talk about Bruno because...
1: You know, he had to come in in place of Leopoldo and Cindy because they, you know, it, it's a situation with a COVID vex, you know, like the whole whole thing. Anyway, um, I mean, it's not that they got it. It's just that they can't come across the border or he can't because he has a wrong vaccine that's not accepted by the U.S. So, but Bruno's stepping in and the thing that everybody should know about Bruno and that that particular program, the stage program is it's before symposium. It's actually two days before symposium. It's a education day pre-symposium. So if you don't, haven't locked in when you're flying in yet, you need to really look at coming in for that day, the education day, because that day is loaded. Because we also have Emil Janos, who's doing a wonderful program emergence on that day. We have the Smithers Oasis team that's doing the foundation, three of them. There we have Frank Faisa, uh, Donald Yim, and Kevin Yelversacker that's doing a program. And those are free, too. So, you know, it's, it doesn't add on to the cost of registration. And then capped with Bruno, who's going to be doing an awesome program that day. But the workshops... Yeah, do pay attention to workshop and and you really, like James Lucky is doing also a workshop that is going to complete an installation for the gallery.
0: Oh, no, for sure. And you know, that education day, actually, it is so important. Honestly, I can say this for, for someone who's thinking about testing somewhere in the near future or ever. I think to be there the day of the testing, when then they open the doors for people to come in and watch the exhibition, you know, all this, con- you know, uh, te- oh, people who tested, Yeah, it, right? That's, it's a treat. A, real- a, it's a treat to watch. It really is fascinating. It's wonderful. And also, if you're really thinking about testing, this would open your eyes to A, whole new possibilities, what you should do and shouldn't do perhaps sometimes, right? And both, I mean, really, but it's fascinating to walk through that space and also talk to some of of the people who've done the work and gone through this right in a moment, I think is really cool. And then being able to do those educational days, and I know those educational days, at least when I did it, it was so geared towards successfully testing as well as the principles and elements and all of those things. Honestly, if you're thinking about testing and you're going to be there for the symposium, I would highly recommend you extend, add another day or two, make that happen. It'll be worthwhile. Well, because,
1: yeah, because you have to remember that the Partners Expo is the next day and that's also pre-symposium day. And you you cannot miss that because that's where you're gonna see. Well, that's where that there's a book book fair. There's education. Ta- you know, schools are there, so you get to see what's what's available in the floristry world, our industry. Uh, from all different aspects. And it's, it really is kind of a social thing too, because everybody's talking to each other. Uh, you know, like you're running into each other. It's kind of a precursor
0: to the symposium itself because you get to see everybody. I think Arthur's doing the welcome party, which I'm super excited about seeing. Yeah, yeah, oh, the, seeing the yes, reception. The welcome reception. So, yes. I mean, oh my God, there's, there's so many. And then the after, the big party for the inductees, for the new, for, for the new inductees. Ah. Oh. It's so, that is for me, for me, that is, for me,
1: that is the most important event that for every symposium, because for every fabulous designer that's already been inducted and have done center stage and all of that. Great. I want to celebrate the new ones that are coming in because they're the one that you're going to see in the future, take the stage and you want to celebrate them coming in because they're in, because they're awesome. And that is, for me, the true celebration every, every year uh, that we have symposium. I feel almost always a little choked when they all stand up and take the oath and the audience, all of us, stand up and give them a standing applause. Like that, to me, is the best part of symposium.
0: I still remember that feeling, the jitters when I was on that stage. Okay, you're going to laugh at this one. So Gina and I are talking about, we're doing the live chat, you know, the Ruth chats as we're going to do this or whatever. So we're like, all right, so what are we going to wear for the party? Okay. And I was like, I really want to wear my green dress again. She's like, I really want to wear my dress, you know, my induction party dress too. So we're going to relive our experiences. (laughs) That's what we decided. That is cool. That is cool. the stage. Yeah, that is cool. Oh, because, it was you know, wonderful. You know,
1: like everything, like you, you think of all these fabulous designers and people who's been on stage and everything. Everybody started there though. They had to test, pass a test to get there on stage to be awarded and pinned. And then their career really starts, right? Because It's taking ownership of who you are and what you are made out of and what you can create. And you just got pinned to say that you're awesome. From there, you take it to wherever you want to go. And some of these people will be the center stage presenters in the next few years. Like that is something to celebrate. See, that's just getting right back to what I told you at the very beginning. I want to see that person reach this pinnacle of their career. That's what I want to see. And that standing up and applauding them is the most exciting part of the symposium for me. I'm just so proud of them all. (laughs) You know, it doesn't matter that I taught any one of them. Some of them I have, but it doesn't matter. Every one of them deserves that applause because they did it.
0: I, I I know, I just, the again, the feelings, the jitters, the excitement, it's just, it's all it's all coming back. I literally, I can't wait. I, I cannot wait. I am counting days. I'm coming with an empty suitcase, I decided. Because every year I buy books and every year I'm like, I literally don't have room in my suitcase. So I carry on in my hand and they're heavy. So I'm actually bringing a, say, my empty suitcase so I can buy books. <laughs> How bad is that? Well, I mean, there's going to be... A book
1: signing with Joe Massey because his book Fantastic. just launched. Yes. So it's going to be brand new. And Max is bringing his his book. Like there'll be book signing. There's going to be a lot of book signing because there's a lot of people there with books. You know, because that's who we have, like really fabulous panel lineup of people. So, yeah
0: definitely. Uh, I'm, coming, I'm coming prepared <laughs> every year. I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to carry this. And then I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going prepared this time. So, uh, me, I, you know, I, I feel like you and I can just sit here and talk about all of this, like all day. Honestly, this is, this, this is so wonderful. I really appreciate your time. And I know you're so busy between travel, teaching and organizing a symposium. Like, <laughs> you know, thank you again for really carving out like There's been an hour now, more than that, you know, chatting with me. Thank you, I truly appreciate it. Well, and and I do
1: I do want to thank you also because you're going to be also a very big part of symposium, and 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 thank you for stepping up when when I've asked you if you can help us with something because I think that's what this is all about. It's about relationship, working together, getting things done together. Um, that's, I, I'm, I'm proud of when that happens because I just feel like that's what really what floristry is all about. It's really about people who all love flowers, love the same thing, and that we should work together and, and things that we can accomplish together is also, that is also a real showcase. It's not just the design itself, but what we do together and what happens as a result of that is also a beautiful composition. Thank you so much for what you do. And I, I really appreciate all that you do through these podcasts and, and like you stepping up because you're also doing for us, you're also doing the VIP flowers for us. That, that is so funny for our chances too, Anis are going to be doing this. That, that never happens. I know, I know, right? <laughs> but so, I mean, again, thank you for that because this group is all all about that too, to stepping up and, and do things that is going to be make, uh, make people happy and make people proud.
0: So thank you for everything that you do also. Thank you again. I cannot wait till we chat again. And next time you and I get together in front of a mic, it's going to be live coming out of the symposium. Ah, exactly. That's going to be very cool. Thank you so much. Well, it's a wrap. Thank you everyone for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.